1: With the first pick in the NFL draft, Ball Saxonville has decided to pick Manscaped to stock up their D. Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, have sponsored us to make sure you don't get booed out of the bedroom like Roger Goodell. Support us and head over to Manscaped.com to use the exclusive code BOUNDS at checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BOUNDS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code BOUNDS. It's time to find your diamond in the rough with Manscaped. The Out of Bounds show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Good morning, welcome in. NFL draft around the corner. Blake and I will be out in Las Vegas. We're excited about that. My first draft. What a great town to go to, to uh, celebrate uh, Matt Corral and Charles Cross, both being drafted in the first round. Which will be exciting for Ole Miss and Hale State fans. Uh, Our friend and guest, Dave Bartu, joins us, the numbers man. Uh, college football matrix among many many other things. Bar two joins us on the uh, Corona Premier guest line, and Bar two, good morning. How are you,
0: dude? I am stoked. Been nerding out like all week. Last week on NFL draft nuggets, mm. and I, I can't put it down. Can't put it <laughs> down. I mean, you give me a spreadsheet and a new database, and I, I can't stop going down rabbit holes. Is, this is completely insane. And, and it started as just a way to try to find out how can we quantify how good a program has been at putting out NFL talent, right? I mean, we've heard the argument a hundred times, right? Running back university, LBU, quarterback, you blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, well, how important, you know, can we quantify that more importantly, What about undrafted free agents? And I I think we'll start there with uh, with the direction I'm going with this for for you and the listeners because I haven't I haven't really talked to you about what I've been doing anyways. I've been teasing you, but um, so undrafted free agents. And so I'm through the NFC right now. Okay, haven't done the AFC yet. So 16 to 32 teams. I'm through the NFC. Cool. And 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 I look at the last 10 years. Right. So. Most everybody has churned through a couple of coaches, you know, except Alabama or Clemson or something like that. And so I think it really defines, well, you know, what's coming out of college football into the NFL. Um, and so with undrafted free agents, starts made in the NFC in the last 10 years, okay, 27% of all the starts in the NFC come from first-round picks. 17% of all, the, of, of all the starts come from second-round picks. The next biggest group, 15.41% of all the starts come from undrafted free agents. Not third-round picks, not fourth-round picks. Five, Five, six, and seven combined have fewer starts than undrafted free agents in the entire NFC in the last 10 years. So the rabbit hole is who are the schools producing all these guys that the draft is missing on? Right, because I mean, if you, if you're going to run a draft, you would expect that your third and fourth and fifth round picks would outperform your undrafted free agents. True, not the case at all across the board, and so now I am take, I have a full new view of schools and coaches that are developing these guys. It is there. There's almost no question you can ask me about the NFC in the last ten years and where starts come from, even by unit. Uh, that I don't have right in front of me right now, buddy.
1: Okay. All right. So where starts come from in mm-hmm. the NFC for our listeners? Yep. Um, the last ten years. We'll 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 yep. go SEC. All right. And you had you had twenty seven percent first round. Yep. What was the percentage second round?
0: Uh, second round percentage is seventeen.
1: Okay. And then fifteen point four one for undrafted. Yeah. Free
0: so so yeah. Wow. So fifty fifteen percent is undrafted free agents.
1: Okay. All right. So where did the most starts come from in the Southeastern conference?
0: In to- And it is, it's in the, it's in the, the leader in the sec is also the leader in the NFL. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Wh- which is.
1: I have to tell you about this game changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z biotics. Let's face it. fence about ZBiotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot and believe me, it is the real deal. Go to ZBiotics.com slash O-O-B to get 15% off your first order when you use O-O-B at checkout. Remember to head to ZBiotics.com slash O-O-B and use the code O-O-B at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's
0: gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. LSU. All right. LSU has 56 more starts in the NFC in the last 10 years than Alabama players. Followed by Ohio State, which is exactly 300 starts behind Alabama than USC, Oklahoma, and Georgia. So, now, obviously, this is just NFC. I haven't done the AFC yet. We'll save that for another another, another preview, another, another look at it, and then we'll combine them. But right now, I'm through 16 teams. LSU is number one overall the last 10 years in NFC games started from a collegiate program.
1: Okay. Wow. And so... Bama's had m- way more success on the field, mm-hmm. and, but LSU sending more players to the NFL, at least generating more
0: starts, right? You know, and, and we're not talking about a, a big difference. Like I said, we're talking about fifty-three starts over ten years. But when you look at um, when you look at the numbers, though. Is LSU and Alabama just aren't that far apart? So to me, it it comes down to scheme and coaching, right? I mean, if if you have if you have equal number of talented players on both sides of the ball on your teams, doesn't that kind of allude to stability at the coaching staff is the big difference between LSU and Alabama the last ten years? Yes. And and Bama. Is-
1: I know it's close, but Bama, I guess, it maybe is getting a more refined and advanced player than even LSU, even though they're both elite. And and Saban gets every ounce of what you are while in college. And a lot of times there's no more room for growth. I, I'm just throwing mm-hmm. that out, Bartu. I mean I'm no, I, I know no. we're trying you- to land this thing. Are you, I know you're just getting started and trying to uh, have the numbers tell you a story and give you some, you know, some answers.
0: Yeah. Exactly well and, and I have it broken down too I, and if you're if you're talking about Alabama um, you can actually see where their talent is okay so when you, when you when you break all those starts down by the unit okay so running back Alabama is number one in running back starts in the NFC in the last 10 years. So you know Alabama is recruiting an NFL level running back every single year right Alabama is followed by Oklahoma followed by Ohio State followed by Georgia. All right? Then you then you go over to wide receiver. And what is Nick focusing on there? Number 1 in NFL starts at wide receiver as well. So the there's a concentrated effort uh, at running back and wide receiver that has an NFL skill set. Now, tight ends. Do you does, does he care about tight ends? Not really. Alabama is 22nd in NFL tight end starts. So, I don't think he really pays attention to the tight end side of it. Hmm. Offensive line, now this may surprise people, okay? Alabama, offensive line starts in the NFC, and maybe there's a whole bunch of them over in the AFC, but they're 36th in NFC offensive line starts. Wow. 36. They have 109 starts in the NFL the last 10 years in the NFC from their offensive line guys. The difference, number one is Wisconsin with 481. <laughs> right? 109
1: to 481. That, that Alvarez magic that Bartu's been talking about for years.
0: Right, but, but it goes back to the idea that these offensive linemen that they're recruiting, these four- and five-star guys, just aren't panning out. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know what it is. Is it an evaluation process? Is it a developmental process? You know, but they're nowhere near even the top 25. We're talking number 36. Now, defensive line, um, number one in NFC starts the last 10 years, LSU. Number two, Mississippi State. Mississippi State has the second most defensive line starts in the NFC in the last decade. Alabama is at – Number five. Wow. Okay. So. One thing that Mullen
1: and his staff did well was identify D line
0: talent. They, they, yeah.
1: And and I mean clearly. And develop it. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They they did they did a great job there. That is their strongest unit in the NFL. Oh, I bet. Uh, over, over the last ten years.
1: Fletcher Cox, um, Chris Jones, Jeffrey Simmons. Jim. Right.
0: Now linebackers. That's the Alabama thing. Alabama leads that. Georgia's number two. LSU's number three. All right, um, then you kind of go down the line. No surprises there, but you know, so so to me, Alabama is focusing. You know, it's it's recruiting on that side of it. Then you go to DBs. Um, LSU's number one. Alabama's number two. So it, it appears to me that the focus for Alabama is well, number one, they just they just try to get all the four and five star guys they can. I'm wondering how in depth their targeting is. And the reason I'm saying that is because Alabama's success looks just like the NFL profile. Okay, when you, so and what I mean by that is you take all the first round guys, all the second round guys, right? Basically all your 4 and 5 star NFL draftees. All right? The guys that are the most successful, wide receiver, running back, DBs and linebackers. Those are the most successful first and second round picks. The least successful ones are the lines. Those require more evaluation. That requires a smarter program. That requires better people looking at the film and breaking it down. They're tougher to evaluate. So it seems to me that Alabama, although they get the lion's share of four and five star guys, they are not doing the same job of evaluation on the defensive and offensive line as they do on the outside, or simply they just take the best player graded available and go win football games, but it's not translating uh, into NFL prospects on the lines as well.
1: Okay. What about offensive line? Where is Ole Miss? Because I would think they, they're at least pretty high. Oh,
0: where is, where is Ole Miss? Um, What's amazing is in the last 10 years, the number of games played in the NF, in the NFC for Ole Miss and Mississippi state, the difference is one game, one game, one game, uh, Ole miss, where are they strongest now? Both Ole miss wide receivers. I would think both, both Ole miss and Mississippi state are top 25 in NFL starts in the last 10 years.
1: Okay. That's both strong.
0: Okay, uh, Mississippi State, uh, both of them are right below AM. So at, at 20, 21, 22, and 23, you got a m State, Carolina, and Mississippi. And okay. when you look at to- and you, total games played, Mississippi State, 1,383, Mississippi, 1,382. <laughs> Incredible. Um, Mississippi Strength – is that offensive line? They have 220 starts in the offensive line. 220 and, starts. Yeah, and that is good for number 13 in the NFC over the last decade.
1: Strong. I, where is, I would think Mississippi State is at the bottom. Um, so, well, uh, Gabe Jackson's been at the Raiders for a while, but other yeah, than oh, I got, he's, I got, he's they, in the AFC. 60, that's right.
0: 67 on the offensive line,
1: 67 starts total?
0: yeah so and where' oh, does no, that... 67, sixty seven six they're ranked sixty seven okay got it states state strength is entirely on defense Yep. there's no offensive strength at all wide receiver nothing offensive line almost nothing tight end nothing um yeah it's it's not on offense it is their number two in defensive line their linebacking is good their defensive backs are also is is their second strongest one got it they they rank 20 they uh, they ranked 18th in defensive back starts. okay so they, they're really solid there on the flip side you have like i said you have mississippi uh at number 13 on the offensive line they are really solid at wide receiver as well tight ends uh tight end starts holy crap they are third in tight, tight end starts overall um, um wide receiver starts More than once, actually. Do
1: I have to say?
0: Yes, you do. In the car
1: before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: They are really strong there, too. Uh, Where'd they disappear? 18th. a wide receiver start. That makes sense. Right. Um, and obviously, quarterback starts because you got Eli basically starting most of the last 10 years at, at New York. Right. Right. You know. Um,
1: so, basically, Mississippi so State's only juice on yeah. offense is Dak. And he yep. has a probably, if I had to guess, Blake, he missed one year. So, he's got about four, 16, 16 times four, 64 and a couple other. He's probably 64 or 70 I have him starts. With 85,
0: start. 85, 85 starts. 85 starts. Okay. Yep, right. I got him with eighty-five starts. Um, you know, I have I have undrafted free agents from Mississippi State with thirty-six starts. Uh, running back, one start. Wide receiver, <laughs> no starts. Tight end, no starts. Wide Offensive receiver, n- zero starts. Yeah, nothing, nothing. A- actually, what uh, the the the, uh, the brilliant combination might be, uh, Ole Miss on offense and state on defense
1: no doubt
0: yeah so you're looking at 500 and defensively so you'd be at tw- so combined if you had Ole Miss offense and state defense you would have 1200 starts 1231 starts that would be good for seventh in the entire country
1: Okay, which which school has the most undrafted free agent starts? I.e., their their school's players are not considered maybe
0: draftable, but Tennessee. Whoa, Tennessee. And, and when you start looking at these these guys with undrafted free agents that make starts, the pattern that sticks out is that. It's a really good recruiting team that doesn't have a good record. <laughs> yes. Yes, that right? makes sense. Well, no, so, so what I'm <laughs> learning in this, I know it sounds funny, okay, but, but it's, it's logical to me, is that a general manager of an NFL team, what is, the, what is the one thing he is trying to do every time he makes a draft pick or brings an undrafted free agent in or signs a free agent? He's trying to reduce risk, right? Yeah. Okay, so if you if you like Bo at offensive line as much as Blake offensive line, and Bo's at a school that just went ten and two, and Blake's at a school that just went five and seven, where are you likely to lean to? The good the, the good team. Seventy six percent of all your draft picks in the last ten years come from FBS teams five hundred or better. Seventy six percent. Wow. They are risk averse right okay but that but that makes sense and and at least to me it makes a lot of sense and so you start going through um all of these teams and you start looking at all these undrafted free agents that make starts and the number one program that uh has produced a starter at the nfl level that was undrafted is washington okay now washington's record out here crappy Right. I mean, they've struggled to be five, except under Chris Peterson, Washington has struggled for the last decade. But they have 16 guys that have made a start in the NFL in the last 10 years that were undrafted. 16. Uh, the next closest is Notre Dame at 12. And you kind of go down the list. Auburn, 11, been really up and down with their record. Miami, 11, real up and more down than up with their record. Mississippi, 10. A lot of talent there. Record hasn't always been there. Tennessee, Iowa, Toledo, South Florida, Houston, you know, you kinda of go down this list and every other team is a really good recruiter, but then everyone after that is a decent recruiter with a bad record. And so their guys just simply aren't getting drafted, but finding the way onto an NFL field as a starter.
1: Okay. Dave Bartu. Wow. All right, day bar two on the Corona Premier guest line. This is this stuff is I love this stuff. Um, all right, he <laughs> he's he's gone into the NFC the last ten years and he's finding out you know who has more starts or less, um, depending on team and position. So he just went over a lot of the SEC. Uh, I know it's early. Yeah, what, 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 do you have a... T- as you've done the NFC do you have a takeaway on a college program that you're like wow they're amazing at developing players or they're not a, or they're they're ter- Tennessee are they're not any good or they haven't been any good at developing players are you are you in that space yet
0: um I don't know if I'm actually in that in that particular space I I don't think it is actually a program so much as the coaching staff Okay. And and that's why I started this whole thing is to try to figure out who's developing the players because I don't believe it's a program. Okay. I I believe a program has a recruiting high and low ceiling. You know, Mississippi State's going to recruit where it recruits, you know, over time. Right. Not going to change much. Ain't going to change much for Mississippi. Ain't going to change much for Alabama, Auburn, any of these guys. Right. So coaches come and go and teams recruit about the same. But the performance of their players in the NFL varies. So it tells me that the the programs are going to get the same level of guys. What's really important is how well the staff is hired. And so what we're looking at is we're trying to find not just the programs. I mean, obviously we can look at the numbers and we can say, look, Washington is super undervalued as, as a program. You know, they have 16 guys in the NFC that have gone undrafted, that have made a start in the NFL in the last 10 years. Huge
1: number. That was right. A, probably a lot of Chris Peterson, but I'm just
0: guessing. Right. But Chris Peterson was only, and and of those 16, 14 came from the Chris Peterson years. Ah, okay. I love so this. So now we go, okay, it's not Washington. It's Chris Peterson. And who is Chris Peterson's DB coaches, mm-hmm. right? So now, now, now we have, now we know the head coach that is making the good coaching hires. And so is it Washington or is it the staff? And I firmly believe it's always the staff because the schools are going to recruit at whatever level they recruit at. It's how good you bring in a staff to coach up guys. You know, now like with Alabama, do you really think these wide receivers and running backs and DBs are going to perform any different if they were at LSU or Mississippi or Tennessee or Vanderbilt? Probably not. Right? You can't coach speed, you can't coach instinct, right. you know, you can't coach size, weight, and all that stuff. You know, the the, the most technical part is in the offensive and defensive line. Mm-hmm. So I think that inside the numbers. The argument that our school produces this number of players—I don't really buy it. I don't. I think the coaching staff makes a difference, and just simply recruiting at a high level makes a difference, but not the program itself. All
1: right, so we're going to leave it here. That—that's a lot. We can keep, but but we're going to continue to do this, and Dave's going to do a couple more hits going into the NFL draft, which is fabulous. Dave Bar two uh, again at CFB Matrix on Twitter. He's got a Patreon. Uh, podcast that he just dropped that'll blow your mind on some of this. And um, so you want to go and sign up for that, and then he's going to continue to add to it. He'll eventually get to the AFC, and I think the stuff like on Chris Peterson is incredible, or the fact that Butch Jones and Jeremy Pruitt didn't do maybe, you know, what they should have done, or Auburn's up and down, you know, you could track that. Mullen doing a great job on defense. Ole Miss doing a great job on offense. Just those those type trends and so on. Dave Bartu at CFB Matrix on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Bartu, thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Dude, looking forward to the next
0: next hit already. This is great stuff. I
1: love it. I love it. Dave Bartu talking NFL draft. These numbers, I know, just blow your mind. Who has more starts? How about how lopsided it is in Oxford and Starville? Ole Miss offense, Mississippi State defense unbelievable thanks for listening to the Out of Bounds show brought to you by Kinetic Staffing our NFL draft coverage is brought to you by Kinetic Staffing they'll add more talent to your company or firm KineticStaffing.com Alan Lang and Kinetic Staffing will add more talent to your roster your company and your firm KineticStaffing.com